What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of this podcast, Too Much Sports. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about the very exciting news that just came to the college football world. So, let's get into the intro. All right, all right. I'm back two days in a row, feeling the podcast, loving doing them right now. So, if you... Listen to the entire thing yesterday. I said, listen, if you listen to the entire podcast yesterday, I said that the sports world, it's getting back to normal. We have NFL, NCAA, college football, MLB, NBA. We're getting back into the full swing of sports, which is exciting for any any sports fan. Not like if you're just an MLB fan and there's no MLB on, you can go watch NBA or college football or NFL if it's on, which is that's great because no one really knew. Like going in, like through the summer, no one knew if we were having sports. So that's it's it's very exciting that we have the chance to play and watch all this all these sports. But now, twelve hours later from making the podcast, there is some very exciting news for Big Ten football fans. The Big Ten conference is coming back October twenty third, twenty fourth weekend, a month from next week. So we will be having Nebraska football very very soon, which is very exciting for me and any. Uh, Nebraska football fans that want to see them kick off Scott Frost in his third year. So yeah, um, I'll start out just running through the little details of the season of their season that they think they're gonna that they are going to do that not not they think they know they're going to do, and all their COVID nineteen restrictions restrictions and all their details and testing and stuff. And then I'll also talk. I'm gonna talk about it a little today about just college football in general because I was going to talk about it in the last episode yesterday, but I I didn't have any time. Because all I didn't plan on talking just about NFL, but I did. So that will relay, college football will relay into this episode, which is okay, perfectly fine. We'll do that. So starting out with the Big Ten. I just mentioned, I don't want to re- repeat myself, they do start October 24th, which is which is a month away. It's not bad. They we just gotta wait a little bit, which we we still do have football playing, which is we can watch we can watch other conferences play until the Big Ten plays. They, it was voted into play by presidents and chancellors, eleven to three. It will be a shortened, a shortened season of eight weeks. So that means no bye weeks. It'll run from all the way from August, from October twenty fourth to December nineteenth. And everyone remember December nineteenth. That is a very, very important date. They strategically put it on that um, day for the uh, Big Ten championship game because. The next day, December 20th, is the college football playoff selection. So let's say like teams like Ohio State and Penn State. Ohio State is, they were in it last year, not the championship game, but they were in the semifinals. They lost to Clemson, but that is a, Ohio State is, is a playoff contending team. So that is important. Ohio State needs to do good. They want to get back in it because it is a short season. It's only Power 5 conferences, only four right now. So Every team needs to play to their best ability to try to get in that. And Penn State also has a shot. Right now they're ranked number 7 in the AP polls, and Ohio State is ranked number 2 in the AP polls. So those two teams, I think, have the best shot for the Big Ten to get into that championship series, championship game, which will be exciting so they can run up the Big Ten. They can hopefully Nebraska. Hopefully Nebraska pops off a little bit this year, which everyone hopes they do. Sometimes they just don't. Last year they just didn't went five and six. So hopefully this is a turnaround year. 
let's get back into it. So COVID-19 testing and restriction, restrictions, coaching coaches and players and all staff, before they enter facilities or stadiums, they have to get a COVID-19 test before practice and games, no matter what it is. If they do happen to test positive, then they will have to quarantine for 21 days, which I think is very strict. 21 days, that's three weeks loss out of your season that you only have an eight-week season. So let's say, I'm just going to use Nebraska as an example for probably today. So Adrian Martinez, a starting quarterback, he tests positive. Let's say he tests positive and uh, is out for 21 days, three weeks, close to three weeks. They They are left with, not saying that they are left like, like dry, they're not out of the dry. They have Luke McCaffrey, which I think he's a great backup quarterback. Like sometimes I think that he should be the starting quarterback, but right now Adrian Martinez, Adrian Martinez is. So that leaves them with a backup quarterback playing for 21 days, practicing and playing in games for 21 days. Which the main like the coronavirus, I I always thought it was 14 days for quarantine, which is just two weeks. I don't know why the Big Ten is doing 21 days, and they have to see. Any player, coach that does get it, and after the 21 weeks, after the 21 days, they have to go see a cardiologist and get tested positive and have a whole bunch of tests done. So make sure they're going back good and clear and negative. Which you just heard what I said about it. I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about it. I think it's strict, which I don't know. But that's that. That is their rules. 21 days and. You have to get go see a cardiologist after that, and then you can return to play or coaching. So now let's go get let's get into the conferences. So right now the only conferences that are playing right now are now the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, the SEC, and the ACC. So Pac-12 is the only Power Five conference left that is not playing. They 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 haven't. None of the presidents or anybody or leaders of the conference have came out with a statement or anything. There have been many, many rumors of them, uh, like kind of like starting play in mid-November, but there's that. Those are just rumors, so no one really knows yet. And honestly, from what all the fires and air quality that's going on right now in California and Oregon, I think that like teams like Oregon, California, and UCLA, I don't think that they will even be able to play. Honestly, it, unless unless it gets better by November or whenever they're going to play, because no, I think November, mid-November is their cutoff. If they don't start playing by mid-November and have like a four or five week season, then they're just gonna, they're just going to cut it because they they don't, they don't have any time unless they want to have like scrimmages or a few like two or th- like one or two games. But even into November with the fires and stuff going on in California and on the West Coast right now, I I honestly don't even see those teams playing. Um, unless, let's say, unless they get better, unless, like, the fires get better and stuff. But, so people on the West Coast, Pac-12 fans, you guys kind of got it rough right now. It sucks, but it's just how 2020 is dealing with us. It's how we're dealing with 2020. Uh, let's see here. And next, the other conference that has not started yet is SEC. They will be starting next week. On the 26th, 
they they were going to start on the September third, the first week of college football that was that was going to, going to start, but then they suspended it to the next week, which was September tenth, and then they postponed it again all the way till September twenty sixth. So this weekend is the week or next weekend, as you said, I meant next weekend is the first week of SEC play, which will be fun to watch. We see Alabama, LSU, so um, that's exciting. So now let's go ahead and get in. Oh, okay, before we get into the big main thing about uh, Big Ten, I want to talk about Notre Dame. So if no one watched the Notre Dame, Notre Dame game on Saturday, they played Duke, they beat Duke, but that's not what I'm talking about. Congrats to them, though, for beating Duke. They. What I want to talk about is them joining the ACC. So for whoever didn't know, Notre Dame has always been a conference-less team. They, never, they were always individual. They never wanted to join a conference. They always played. They played teams. They just... Wanted, they just played teams in other conferences. Like They just hopped around. They didn't stay in one single conference and play for a championship. But now they joined the ACC so they could play because they weren't going to be able to play if they weren't in a conference. So they joined the ACC. They thought that was the best fit. They played Duke. They beat Duke. I honestly feel like that's a great fit for Notre Dame. It's a, it's a very, uh, it's a very what, what did I say, competitive conference. Clemson's in that, so... Trevor Lawrence, he's a beast. I feel like he's gonna be the number one pick next year. I said that yesterday. Go back. I did. I did say that he will be the number one or number two pick in the draft next year. He'll go to either. Look at that. I'm already creating uh, uh predictions. Whoever I think Washington football team will have the first pick next year. They will pick Trevor Lawrence, and then Washington football team will be pretty good then. But all right, on to that. So Notre Dame. They did. That is good for them. They're in a conference now, set in a conference, ACC. I feel like the good, that's a good fit for them. And yeah. So now, let's get on. I'm gonna take, let's take a breath real quick. Stretch. Okay, so... Hold on, I need to move in my chair. So, the Big Ten, they had Nebraska file lawsuits on them. They were... Nebraska wanted to get legal with it. Because they were so mad that they weren't playing. Ohio State coaches and Iowa coaches, very vocal. And Ohio State players were very, very vocal about why, about how they feel about not playing. Very mad. Other teams, they kind of stood back. The main, the main hitters that hit the uh, Big Ten pretty hard were probably Nebraska and Ohio State. Nebraska just being because they did file the lawsuit. And then Ohio State for just how they talked to the Big Ten. And this brings up how I why why I think the Big Ten decided to come back. Uh, they were going to have to come back anyways because of how, like, if they didn't come back, their reputation would have been gone. They would have lost so much money. Teams would have uh, moved out of the conference. Like for instance, Big Ten, they were so so close to moving to the Big Twelve, which I feel like the Big Twelve is a lot better for Nebraska. I want to see them play Oklahoma and. That'd be good. I want to see them play Texas again. Um, but I feel like the Big Ten, it was mandatory. They had to, they had to uh, play. Because if they didn't, they were going to lose money. Their reputation would have gone down. Teams would have teams went out of the conference. Players would have left. It, it just wouldn't have been a good look at all for the Big Ten. And, and they, they, kinda, they were kind of forced to. Because teams that like let's like ACC, they were playing. There were no issues, not one issue. Some low FCS teams were playing, no issues there. 
So it was it was the right move for the Big Ten. It's just they had to do it. That's that's my say on that. Because if they didn't, then they would have to go into legal troubles with Nebraska. They would have had a lot more backlash. Other teams would have started fighting back. Like, there's only, like, they were only the three teams. I don't want to repeat myself, but there were the only three teams, mainly two teams that just fought back, which were Ohio State and Nebraska. I already said that. But then, if they would have not, if they would not have played, and like, if let's say Big Ten came out with a statement saying that they're not, like, they're just done with it, that they're, they're not going to play again, all Big Ten teams are going to start fighting back. And then it's just, it's going to make the Big Ten worse and worse and worse. So just having two teams or three teams fight back right now, it made the Big Ten think that, you know what, we, we actually should play. We got to give these uh, kids a season. We got to give these players, we got to give these coaches coaching time. And they, they, ju- they just had to because they would have, it, w- it would have been terrible for the Big Ten. They would have lost so much money, so much, just everything. So there's that my say on the Big Ten, why and how they had to come back and if they didn't. So I feel like honestly that wraps it up. I honest I really just this episode I wanted to talk about the Big Ten coming back because I'm very excited for them that they that they decided to come back. And yeah, college football is back, getting into full swing. I'm excited, happy, gonna watch some college football on Saturday. Now, before Saturday though, we have Thursday night football. We have the Cleveland Browns versus Cincinnati Bengals, the first previous two previous Overall, first overall picks, Joe Burrow and Baker Mayfield clashing at himself, clashing at them both. Two teams that aren't really the greatest. The Browns, not good at all. I already said that yesterday. You heard me, Baker Mayfield's a bust. Yes, two former Heismans, though. So that would be a great game to watch. Tune into that. Uh, that's really all I got to say. I feel like Cincinnati is going to come out with the win on that game. Joe Burrow is going to get his first win as an NFL quarterback. So I just want to say again, congrats, Joe Burrow. I said it yesterday, but congrats, Joe Burrow. He's in the NFL now. He did. They did come very close to winning the game on Sunday. They just couldn't pull it out. So hopefully, hopefully they can get it. The one thing that Joe Burrow and the O-line of Cincinnati Bengals need to look out for is Miles Garrett. He is a very, very aggressive D on the D-line, DN. He can get in there and sack Joe Burrow so many times. And from looking at the... Cincinnati Bengals O-line, they don't have any anybody on the O-line that can protect Joe Burrow good. Like, look, just looking at the game, on just looking at the Chargers and Bengals game, Joe Burrow got sacked so many times, he was pressured in the backfield, so they just got to watch out. That's all. To win that, to win the game tomorrow, that's all they got to do. Just stop the D-line from getting in and pressuring Joe, because Joe, Joe Burrow can make the plays. He can run, he can throw, he can make the plays, throw to A.J. Green, throw to his wide receivers, running backs can make plays, they just got to stop the D-line. That's all they got to do. So, with that being said, I feel like that wraps up this today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll be making I'll be I'll be making a lot more episodes now. I'm I'm like I'm loving doing the podcast again. Um, I'm feeling them. So probably look out for one next week, probably Tuesday, which I'll be re- recapping NFL again, talking about NBA playoffs, MLB. So yeah, I uh, feel like that wraps it up. Um. Hope you guys have a good day. I got to get back to school real quick. I'm in lunch break right now. So, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. So, yep. Peace.